Hello, everybody. This is Jesse and Jerry V. And this is our podcast to give you updates about our ministry, the church planting that's going on in Italy,、uh, updates about our life, what's going on, and informing you of different ways that you can get involved in what we're doing as the Lord is working through us in Italy. Thanks for listening. Hello, everybody. It's Jesse here in Italy today, and、uh, getting back to you after a short break, a pause from any kind of podcast stuff. For a little over a month, I believe, just because we've been、uh, on the move, on the road,、uh, transitioning from one region of Italy into the next,、uh, from one city and work、uh, to another city and a new work, a new church plant that we're now beginning.、Um, so we finally settled into a, a new place, a new apartment, which my wife and I, we may share in another podcast.、Uh, just a little bit about our experience, some of the things God has been showing us in this time, and then uh, maybe. Uh, Yeah, expound that a little bit and give some testimony of how God has worked in our hearts. But for now, I just want to do a quick、uh, podcast here while I have a moment. And uh, uh, today we're going to talk about track distribution. Famous words, track distribution. When I say that, I am pretty sure anybody listening hears that word and has certain preconceived ideas of what it means to do track distribution. I found quite a bit of resistance actually among Christians in the realm of track distribution, missions, and things like that. It seems to be a negative connotation that goes together with the idea of track distributions.、Uh, but for us, it means something very particular, and it's not what the average person thinks. I found that to be true over and over again as I expound and help other people do what we do here in Italy in regards to track distributions, how we have been taught, and what we do as we apply that.、Um, so, most people, when, I, when they hear the word track distribution, anything connected to that, or missions with track distributions involved, Uh, right away, I think their mind goes to the city streets of somewhere like a large city like New York. And they think of a guy on the city corner with a megaphone and tracks in his hands, shouting stuff out like an angry, crazy person,、uh, and then giving out tracks. And then a lot of those tracks get thrown up, thrown at him in his face, get thrown on the ground, thrown in the trash. And the average person, when they think of track distribution, that's it. That's it right there.、Uh, but for us, track distribution is nothing like that at all. And、uh, it's actually one of the most important aspects of church planting among unreached people groups, like here where we are in Italy, with less than 1% evangelical. Which, by the way, any group、uh, that has less than 2% is considered an unreached people group. And here in Italy, we're less than 1%,、uh, which is even worse.、Uh, definitely, definitely an unreached people group, Italy today, 2016. Uh, so, a fundamental part of church planning for us is the track distributions as we understand them and as we live them out and do them on a regular, consistent basis、uh, in our cities here in Italy.、Uh, so, why is it a fundamental part of church planning、uh, for us and what we do?、Uh, I wrote down five things as I pondered this just for a moment. Five things that come to mind. These are things that I've shared in the past as I、uh, share, you know, get other people involved in what we do. And、uh, the first reason I wrote down is that there is no better way to reach every household. If somebody would come to me and tell me a better way, I would be open and very much interested in that other way of getting the gospel into the minds and hearts of every single household in the city, every family, every mother, every father, every kid, every son. But unfortunately, today, still no one has come to me to tell me a better way. And so it's a bit ironic at times when, when、uh, the evangelicals are at times against track distribution, not understanding what it, what it means and what it looks like, really,、uh, or how it could look.、Uh, because the reality when,、uh, 
is uh, there, there is no better way that I've seen uh, of reaching every household and every home with the gospel. Uh, and I'll get to that in a moment also. So there's no better way. That's reason number one. That's why we do it. If there was a better way, we would use that better way. But till till now, I still have not found a better way to actually get the gospel into every household, every family. Uh, and it's not pushy, but it's, it is personal. Some people, when they think of track distribution, they think right away it's pushy. You're shoving things down my throat and, and things like that. Uh, and I would say that's, that's just nonsense. Maybe how you do track distribution, that, that could be. But the way we do it and the way we want other people to do it with us, uh, it's not pushy. But it is actually, it's personal. You are personally, blessed are the feet who bring the good news. You are personally bringing the good news to other people. Out of the love that's poured in your heart by God himself, you're going out of your way, out of your comfort zone, risking being made fun of, risking being ridiculed and even denied in order to get someone simply to ponder the things of God, to know truth that they don't know till now. So it's not pushy, but it is personal. It's a wonderful thing. A second reason why we do it. I mentioned this briefly already. Italy is an unreached people group. Less than 1% of them are evangelicals. The point is they know nothing about God that is sound or accurate. Nothing about the gospel, the true gospel by grace through faith in Jesus Christ. So we must sow the gospel in in small increments, in small parts, little by little, one track at a time, get them thinking, get them reasoning again in regards to the things of God. They've gotten along so well uh, in a certain sense, eating well, staying fit, making the money they need, living the good Italian life, without having to ponder the things of God seriously. They take their baby to get a baptism, they go to church if somebody dies or if somebody gets married, and that's about it for the average Italian person. Uh, so little by little, we reach the unru- unreached uh, people group, uh, helping them to reason properly about God, helping them to remember God is a reality they need to deal with, helping to come to a knowledge of what salvation actually is and why they need it, why they need Jesus Christ. So we do that faithfully, we do that daily, we do that zealously and continually. As we do church planning, this is one of those things that kind of remains from the beginning till the end. You're just constantly doing it. It's a regular part of your schedule, at least three, four hours a day kind of thing. You're out doing this. Uh, And at the same time, it's a bonus because people talk nowadays or modern times, if you want to get to know the city, you got to read some books, you got to do this and that. Personally, I think the best thing you can do, though it's not bad to read books and gather information about the city, Go and evangelize a little bit. Go and talk to people. You find out real good what the average mentality is when you're engaging them with the gospel through distributions like we do here, um, which we'll get to in another point here, the fourth point, uh, some of the, bon- the bonus things and related to when actually going out and distributing tracts. So why uh, is this a fundamental part of church planning? Number one, there's no better way, really. Number two, it's an unreached people group, and this is a way to get to all the, every household, and get them reasoning about the things of God. Something they really need to do. Otherwise, they have no reason to seek God out. They don't know that they need Him. They don't know that they need salvation. Third point, to not do this, distributions like we're talking about here, is to faithfully ignore the masses of people, the households, and fail to see God is at work to save His people. Too often today in our times, I think people have reasoned too much about how to do missions and church planning and stuff and there's a tendency to have this master plan and I'm all about plans I actually have a pretty well thought out uh, church planning strategy uh, we here with 
uh, practical missions as we actually have like a 36 page book or something like that that shares what we believe how we do things so anyone who comes on board with us can see what we're about and and be in agreement with it from the beginning and not find out later oh, i didn't know you guys did this or did that they know very clearly what we do so we're pretty uh strategic and we have we have planning uh, but this, the great thing about distributions is they're kind of it's kind of silly it's kind of a foolish thing in the eyes of the world and for that reason god is kind of happy to use it he blesses it uh which I'll talk more about in the fifth point in just a minute. Uh, but the idea is to not do it, you are, as a consequence, ignoring every other household. And you're only hitting a, a very few amount of people, not giving God the possibility to save his sheep that may be scattered that you would find no other way. Uh, doing your good deeds, being a nice person, frequenting the same coffee bar, whatever it might be, all good things. But by doing only that, you're going to miss the thousands of other households and people that uh, you're just not reaching because you're not doing track distributions. Uh, So to not do it is to faithfully ignore the masses. The fourth point, uh, it creates the reason why we do it, a fundamental reason or a fundamental part of church planning for us. Why? Number four, open doors. It gives us open doors. What do I mean by that? As you're distributing the tracks, You'll find at times an hour goes by and you don't talk to anybody. You're kind of just talking to yourself. You're praying constantly, obviously, and it can be boring. And then you'll find other times that uh, as soon as you walk into the coffee bar, you put the tracks on the counter, you order a coffee, and next thing you know, you got four guys standing around. You're asking you what it's about, talking to you, and you're getting to talk about the gospel real naturally and real easily. Open doors. Daily gospel conversations can happen with people you would never talk to if you weren't doing it. Uh, the key point is being out there and among the people, God is able to then point you, move you, and get people in your path and give you people to talk to and get the gospel to them. That's what Jesus is really concerned about. He wants people to know the gospel. He wants the gospel to be preached so they can be saved, so he can do, Holy Spirit can do the work of regeneration. Open doors, what else happens? Uh, people can contact us at their own leisure. Every little track that we offer, we write it ourselves. I didn't mention that yet. We write it ourselves. It touches on a specific topic. And at the end, we offer something to them, either to discuss it more or to uh, give them a free booklet. If they call, they can receive it. Real simple. We put the we put the ball in their court, in a sense. So when they feel comfortable, when they feel okay with it, when they have a hunger and a need, they know who to reach. They call us. They contact us. And then we go and meet with them at their house on their terms and uh, get them information, expound the gospel to them, give them the good news, bring them Jesus Christ. Uh, so we get open doors to get into people's lives, really, with the gospel, as they call us also. And we have open doors um, to get the gospel seed truly into their hearts and planted in their hearts and minds. Literally, there's no one else out there. There's nothing else out there, no TV and no radio, no stuff that's engaging these people with the gospel on a regular basis. They're engaged with a false gospel daily, though. That's true. They got Jehovah Witnesses knocking on their door. They got a Catholic church oppressing them, asking them for money and things like this and giving them a false idea of what true religion is in Jesus Christ. Uh, so we're able to get the seed planted into hearts and minds, again, every every household. It's a wonderful thing. Uh, and the last point, number five, why this is a fundamental part of church planning for us in Italy is that anyone can do it. Anyone can do this. Uh, and it is so unsophisticated that God is happy to bless it because it makes it clear that those who get saved through it were clearly saved by God and God alone. Not your clever speech, not your clever actions, not your good behavior, not your uh, good deeds or whatever you want to call it. 
if someone actually gets saved because a track is what brought them in, in contact with you and then in contact with Jesus Christ and the gospel, and they put their trust in him for salvation, saved from their sin, saved from God's wrath, it's clear it wasn't anything clever that I did. I was just a, a servant, faithfully doing what I was called to do, and that by God's grace. Just going out, asking for courage from God, getting it, asking for zeal from God, getting it, and getting the gospel into their hands, and this is how we met, and this is how I got you the gospel. And it's clear it was a work of God. So he's happy, I really believe that, to, to bless something silly like tracks. The problem is when we're too sophisticated and too well thought out that only our master plans and actions can get people saved, our, our cunningness, our behavior, our um, whatever, our invitations, our uh, house gatherings, things like that. We put more trust in that in the end than we do in God. But with tracks, we're kind of, as we do it, we have to trust on God because it's, it's scary business, real evangelism. Uh, it's foolish in a sense, and, and, but God uses it to confound the wise, and he does save people through it. Anyone can do it at the same time. You don't have to be some master scholar. You don't have to be some crazy theologian. You don't even have to be fluent in the language to be getting tracks out and new missionaries that come to work with us even during the phases the first couple of years while they're learning language we can still have them out and we would encourage them to get out at least two three four hours a day to at least distribute and get talking with people practicing the language that they're learning and at the same time they're hitting every household with the gospel sowing it across the entire city wonderful thing so five reasons again why this is fundamental for church planning for us in italy one there is no better way two italy is an unreached people group and um, they know nothing right about God and the gospel, so this helps us to get them thinking rightly. Three, to not do this is to faithfully ignore every other house, every household in the city. There's no better way to do it. You have to be doing it. Otherwise, you're ignoring. You don't want to be a missionary who's ignoring all the people of the city and not getting them the gospel. Uh, fourth point is uh, it creates open doors for us. Another reason why we do it, daily conversations, people able to contact us, get in touch with us, and the seed getting just to every household uh, so that future conversations that we meet or people that we meet and have conversations with we're already having put ideas in their minds and hearts through these tracks and gospel that uh, have brought them just a little bit closer and then uh, we'll find that God has used these tracks over the time uh, uh, to get them to consider things and that's why they're getting saved later on. The fifth reason, anyone can do it and it's so unsophisticated that God is happy to bless it. He really is. Uh, so these are five fundamental reasons about why uh, why the attractor should be for us is a fundamental part of church planning. Two reasons how, or two ways we do it, or, yeah, two ways that we do it, how we do it. We have normal tracks, what I call normal tracks, tracks that uh, that we write, one piece of paper, cut in half, and there's two tracks left on it. Uh, a topic, a word, and then we expound a little bit, whet the appetite, get people thinking, and offer something, maybe share a Bible verse also. Uh, one that we're putting out now is about uh, truth, for example, the word truth, that's it. Why is truth important? How is truth relevant to our daily life? What is truth? These ideas, confronting them, wetting the appetite, and getting people thinking, asking a couple questions. Another one uh, that we're doing just for this these two weeks here, because we're uh, 499 years after the Reformation of the church, which never happened in Italy still today, we're actually doing a special special track, uh, seasonal track for the Reformation, touching on that a little bit. What is that? What happened? What was the main point of that? You can be justified by faith. That's how it works. 
do you want to be justified? Things like this. We just we just throw it out there. We put out a track, a special track also for Christmas, a special track for Easter season, helping people to reason and remember what these holidays are actually about and what they mean. Other things we'll touch on in the fuse, darkness, uh, light, the word sin. What is it really? What does that mean? What's the, the meaning? But all kinds of different things. So things that we write, basic tracks, normal tracks like that. Uh, the second kind of track that we put out would be an apologetic style track. Uh, this is more uh, more simple, less wordy, perhaps a picture. We have a whole series that we're putting together of pictures, things that we do. And then with one question or one sentence following it. Uh, very simple, thought-provoking, provocative, uh, and a little bit anonymous. Uh, not sure who it's connected to. Is it part of a, some kind of cult? Is it part of some kind of church? Is it... Just some guy who's behind this. Just create some curiosity in apologetic style, uh, helping people to reason and think. Uh, so those are two styles. At the moment, uh, we're doing a combination of both. One track, normal track, and then later we'll come through with an apologetic style track. The more people we have, the more people that become part of our team, uh, the more we can do also of distributions to cover the entire city with a variety of tracks at the same time. Uh, so that's a little bit about track distribution, guys. Just to keep it short, I'm going to end here now. Uh, most people have a wrong idea about it. This is how we do it, and it is effective. We've seen people get saved as a result of it, and it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. And we're doing it now again here in the city of Mester for the first time. It's happening on a daily basis, and we invite you be a part of it. Pray for it every day. Pray for us, for courage, for grace, for open doors continually, and for people to get saved through these these simple little tracks. And uh, if you're considering missions in the future, if you're tuned in to us, following us, uh, this is something you can be a part of also. Would you come and be a part for a year, for a few months, for uh, even a short-term team, just a couple weeks, or even for a lifetime? If you come and spend two years, find yourself well, burdened by the lostness of Italy, wanting to make an impact, called to really be a part, uh, this can become a part of what you do also on a regular basis. Love you guys. Thanks. God bless. And uh, till the next time. Ciao, ciao. Thanks again for listening. For more information about our church planting ministry in Italy, you can visit us at practicalmissions.com. Thanks again. God bless. Bye-bye. Ciao, ciao. If you like the podcast, we encourage you now to come on over and join us on the inside. If you love Jesus Christ, you love this podcast, you love the Italian people, you love the church of Jesus Christ, it's the perfect place for you to meet other people and uh, see and understand more about the Italian culture and what is going on with Practical Missions Cohort in the Italian context. Look forward to seeing you over there. God bless.